to episode 6 of the Infinite Information Podcast. My name is Stuart Thompson and I am of course your regular host. Before we get on to today's topic for the podcast, I want to briefly go through some of the projects I've been working on lately as it's been quite incredibly busy. So, uh, if you've been following my blog, you may know that I am now writing my second book. I've entitled this Far Beyond the Sun. And in this book, I tell a brief story of the macroscope, sorry, the beyond the macroscopic and microscopic realms of the universe we live in and the materials chemistry that we understand from this. So the premise of the book was to more or less uh, collate and use a large amount of the unused material I'd had developed during the pandemic. So I still developed this, of course, but a large amount of it was uh, cosmology in particular. I have a fascination in this. Uh, of course, I'm not an expert in this, but uh, I do approach it from a more uh, qualitative approach, so to speak. There is a little bit of mathematics here and there in the, uh, in the actual uh, manuscript itself, but not too much. Uh, so I started writing this about uh, two weeks ago. Um, got about two chapters just started chapter three we've got two chapters drafted so it will need to be gone uh, to gone through again um, I'm aiming for around about 200 words sorry 200 words 200 pages uh, 50,000 words about eight chapters worth of material so it'll be a mixture of um, I guess a light qu qualitative uh, physics particle physics in particular and uh, the, the uh, chemistry associated with that, and materials chemistry in particular. Uh, there'll be some very wacky concepts in there too as well, so I'm going to try and chip it down to a story, but uh, I'm very excited about it. Um, I think it's a very wacky, wild idea for a book, really, so uh, we'll see how we get on with that. And uh, secondly, I also uh, got awarded another commission from uh, Chemistry Review magazine, so I, I sent them a short article. Uh, I had, I, this was about uh, two weeks ago, I'd say, over two weeks ago, the same time I started the book. And they really liked it and said they would like to publish it in September's issue, so it'll be quite a while before that gets released. Uh, I can't really say much more about that because, of course, I don't want to jeopardise the uh, commission itself. But uh, again, I'm, I'm very excited about that. I have published with Chemistry Review before. They, they are a um, chemistry magazine aimed at A-level students and degree level students. So it's worth definitely checking them out. Uh, thirdly, I'll also be starting some freelance work as well. So I now have a freelance commission or rather some freelance training at least anyway this week with NCFE who are an academic body based in the UK who write um, mod sorry, who write exam papers, who do uh, material, uh, write courses for T-levels or training levels, which are the equivalent of the British E-level, more or less, and then some, actually. It's quite an intense, intense course, so I will be freelancing with them writing uh, chemistry exam questions. So my, my, my training this week, I'm very excited about it, or in very unusual, but, you know, very, very interesting time. So I have a training session. 6 till 9pm on uh, Thursday. This is all online, so it's, it's very convenient. And then the second one, another three-hour one, between 10 till 1 on Saturday of this week. So, um, again, 
very interesting times. I'm very excited to be working with them. Uh, I can't reveal too much more course uh, about what I'm doing with them precisely, other than I am writing uh, exam questions. But I can't really give you any info much more because, of course, I, again, I don't want to jeopardise uh, my my commissions with them. And of course, I of all three of the part of thing, uh, the, the stuff that I've mentioned, uh, of course, I want to build important. Um, important relationships with various publishing bodies and bodies I am working with. They are indeed now my client base as I slowly expand into the unknown regions of freelance work. So speaking of exams, by the way, that brings us nicely onto the topic of today's podcast, which is going to be uh, more or less dealing with the exam results that some of you guys will now be receiving from semester one. It'll be more about mindset and focus to, in today's podcast. Uh, I have in front of me a uh, transcript of study that I, I dug out just before setting up the microphone, uh, just before I'd read you through some of the results that I got from my first year chemistry semester one exams, um, about how simply laughable they were, and then uh, where I went and how I progressed uh, through the uh, through the actual remainder of the stage. Uh, based upon this, so you may be very aware now. If, if you're if you're new to my podcast series, uh, I, I I I typically struggled at first year chemistry. Um, I think I may have briefly talked about, upon this in previous podcasts or blog entries. Um, I, I have want to read through some of the results for you. They are quite funny. Uh, so, like I said, I have the transcript to study. So. Academic year 2005-2006, wow, yep, it's really been that long, was it 17, that'd be 17 years now, 17 years, uh, okay, so some of the results from semester one, so my module code, so CHY 101, was the fundamentals of chemistry, that was semester one, module credits 10, mark was 21, so the passing mark is a 40, I think it's typical for all modules is a 40, so that's a fail. 
CHY106, Fundamentals of Biological and Medicinal Chemistry, Semester 1, Module Credits 10, Mark 40. That was a pass. I think I remember my uh, personal tutor actually saying at the time that there might have been some generous marking there just to kind of get you over the over the line there, which of course uh, I, I agree with. Yes, I agree. I was a really dreadful student <laughs> at this point, this just juncture of my career. SFY001, Basic Mathematics, Semester 1, Module Credits 10, Mark 16, Fail. SFY003, Foundation Mathematics 1, Semester 1, Module Credits 10, Mark 6. That's right, 6. Fail. And of course, I just thought I'd mention here as well, uh, CHY115, Basic Organic Chemistry, which was the premise of my first book. So that puts this in all in context. This is the whole year uh, um, score. Module credits 20, mark 39, fail. And that's because I failed the semester one exam, but I don't have the composite um, mark for this in the it'll be somewhere in the transcript but I can't find it but uh, in semester two's basic organic chemistry module I passed so what tends to happen is they defaulted to because you failed semester one they defaulted to 39 and you have a, a course failed and right to be reassessed okay what does this have to do with anything you know Stuart you 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 got through your degree uh, somehow because uh, of this uh, well, why am I reading this out to you? Well, with uh, Newcastle University, and this may have changed now, I'm not sure, but in my uh, transcript of study for this year in particular, you get a fail, but you get a right to be reassessed. So if I was just to read you through the resits, which I'll do another podcast on much later in the year, probably during the resit period for people who may be doing resits. Uh, but if I read out what the resit scores, I think you might be pleasantly surprised. So many people at the time may have written me off. Oh, well, there'll be a dropout. He won't be in stage two. Okay, so uh, CHY101, Fundamentals of Chemistry, Semester 1, Module Credits 10, Summer Reset Exam, Mark 43, Pass. SFY001, Basic Mathematics, a Semester 1 Reset during the summer, Module Credits 10, if you remember, I scored 16 in the previous, uh, in the original exam. In this one, I scored 80. Pass. SFY003, Foundation Mathematics 1. This was a semester one reset, module credits 20. If you remember, in the previous semester one exam, I scored 6. This one, I scored 78. Pass. And of course, I again don't have the composite degree, but I managed to get a passing mark of 40 for basic organic chemistry. What typically tends to happen is they round the result down to, I think uh, Newcastle University round it down to 40 if you pass, so it doesn't matter what you get. So here, when it says something like score of 78, there's actually a score of 40, but uh, stage one, I think for Newcastle University didn't count towards your final degree. So the overall mark for, because I did resets, I think it was just a general 40 that he, he's done the bare minimum of getting through the first year and, you know, proceeding normally was the end of stage decision for the next academic year. They were the only reset exams I ever did at Newcastle University.
So now, if you're still listening, if you've not tuned off, thinking, my God, he's such a big head, arrogant, you know, what a big head, arrogant prick. You know, wow, he scored 80% and 78% at modules that he got 16 and 6-4, respectively. Uh, no, I'm not here to blow my own trumpet. Um, I'm here to more or less tell you that, uh, for example, if, if you have a failing mark or if you haven't got the mark that you would have liked to have got, that there is always hope. In general, you, there's a mindset in, involved with this. Uh, that's four reset exams I had to do during the summer. Uh, I failed. I, I deserved to fail as well. These modules when I did them originally because I did not work hard enough. Uh, I had a very somewhat angry um, personal teacher at the time who gave me the kick up the backside that I really needed at this time in particular. And it was a large thought process that went through my head in semester two in particular. Uh, it wasn't really until very, very late in semester two of, of stage one in particular where I really started to turn things around. We had what was called, um, so I started to work a bit harder, attend lectures a lot more. We had what was called mid-semester assessments, which were about five or so percent of the mark of the overall um, of the overall uh, module score. And um, I, even then, I was still failing and struggling with them. So I remember my second year, uh, sorry, second semester, basic organic chemistry. I, I remember doing the um, the mid-semester, and I remember I remember going home. I remember going home that weekend after it finished and taking home books, textbooks to work on because I really wanted to work, get it to work at this point. And I was still getting the marks back and still failing at the time, so it looked very dire uh, to whether or not I was actually going to be able to proceed into stage two. And at this point, I'd already arranged to move out with mates from a course who were well on the way to you know getting the all-important proceeding normally status. Um, I think my end of state decision at the time was, of course, failed, right, to be re reassessed. This one here I'm looking at is a, um, an overall uh, transcript of study. The point is to not be too, you know, downbeat uh, if you don't get the marks you need. For example, if you've barely just got passing marks in general in certain modules, or indeed if you have fails. I think fails, you have a right to be reassessed. Whereas if you get a passing mark, the uni just takes the passing mark, you don't get a right to be reassessed on that. So it is sort of more or less almost a one-shot count. You know, it really does take that kind of feeling. For example, if you got a, a 50, but you felt you could have got a 60, you don't get the right to reassess yourself, basically. Uh, It's important to not be too downbeat. It's important that um, when I when I got these marks in particular, and how appalling they were and how embarrassed I felt, especially with scoring marks of six and sixteen for mathematics, I felt really embarrassed. My personal tutor didn't really need to chew me out so much about it because I think even she could tell how embarrassed I was at the time. I remember going straight into a lecture afterwards uh, for second semester basic chemistry and for about five minutes I was sat there and um, thinking you know what what am I doing here you know why, why you know why am I taking up a space on an already packed course when 
someone who could have got this, this uh, particular space hasn't got this space and is either studying at another university or just didn't get in at all because at the expense of myself and that's what really hit home for me that's when I started to think I need to really turn this around um, I started to I suppose for me personally I mean I guess this is very specific now and it's talking about fails in particular from semester one especially stage one in particular but I guess a podcast series is unlimited so we might as well spend some time you know exploring this in my, my story in particular because there's bound to be students out there now who are getting you know have a similar story and I just wanted to let them know that it's not the end of the world you can turn it around yeah, it was just my mindset at the time and I guess your mindset too maybe of course very similar as well Practically, what did I do? Um, well, it's funny enough that the, the lecture I sat in, in particular, was a very good lecture. I had a very good lecturer for second year basic organic chemistry. He made it look very easy and very enjoyable from the off. And I suppose that was the kind of seed nucleation site of um, thinking, actually, it can be doable. I can get passing a passing mark to qualify for the next next year and I'd already made some friends and that kind of thing and I wanted to be in the next year with them and not be failing or dropping out or uh, so of course there was the additional support I, I had there from people um, it was a whole journey I mean I, I will come on to a later podcast in particular about my resits because they, they were somewhat of an adventure during the summer especially during a ghost town university during the summer doing these resits but uh, above all it's not the end of the world if you fail at least one module or if you just get a scraping 40 mark especially if you're in the first year if you're going to mess around at university and do the bare minimum to get through first year is the best year to do it there's going to be a load of lecturers now for some lecturers listening they're going to be what on earth are you talking about but the truth is from a student perspective you know some of them may have been no different themselves you know they would have just messed around in you know first year i know i did as you can see that's reflected in my marks you know because the way i saw it strategically going forward was that stage two and you know three and four depending if you do a master's years there's, there's less chance to mess around so much yeah you can still enjoy yourself of course of course you can but it's more sort of like first first attempt counts towards your final grade and that's what you really want at the end of the day is, is you know a grade to reflect the hard work and effort you put into your work really um yeah i i mean that is one way i would certainly kind of look at it in particular is is to just like i said to to, to enjoy your first year so much of course like i failed a few exams in, in particular and you know was in semester two and a, a little bit of dire straits is to you know um not really worry about it that much in particular um If of course, I mean, you you can always, uh, if you've taken, followed my advice and taken the exam papers away with you, you can look at the exam papers again to see where you've gone wrong. Unfortunately for my fails, I did ask, 
I did ask my personal tutor whether or not I could have the exam question, uh, you know, can they, did they keep the exam papers of my questions on there? But unfortunately, it's university policy. It was in Newcastle University's policy at the time to not keep them and destroy the actual original questions so you couldn't look away, it went wrong. They may have their own reasons as to why they did it that way. It may have changed, I don't know. I mean, it has been sort of nearly 17 years. Uh, maybe different for university. University, it's always worth asking. Um, above all, just keep a very positive mindset. Um, if you really feel that you have made the wrong choice in what degree you're doing, I, I did have this go through my mind at one point. I did think, oh, have I made the right choice? And even, the, 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 you know, at one point I was looking at transferring to zoology for some reason. I had no idea why I was looking at it that way. Um, it wasn't until having this lecture, basically, after after this chewing out I got from my, um, my, my personal tutor, that things began to change a little bit. Um, if you feel you have generally made a mistake, speak to your personal tutor. If you feel you want to transfer a course or transfer to a slightly different course. I know at the time I was registered, so here I was registered for, um, in this academic year, F103, MChem with honours in chemistry. I then transferred over to um, Programme of Study, F123, MChem with honours in chemistry with medicinal chemistry. And that was because I was doing very well at uh, organic chemistry. So that was something that my personal tutor really helped me out with. And that was a fantastic decision I made. But I made that in stage two. I made that, I talked it through with her. And she said it would be a good choice to do that because it seems that you're good at organic chemistry. But yes, that is certainly one thing I would also find as well. If you feel you haven't made the wrong choice and you feel there's something in there that you can salvage. Uh, I write about this briefly in my first book on organic chemistry basically enough I said if I found organic chemistry to be the central point for me where if you if you harvest and focus all your um, marks on and everything else typically tends to link into that and you want to do better at the other modules in a way because of that um that, that, that's what I did typically like like this this lecture and the the, the kind of immediate um, process of of, of uh, the, the immediate um, events that took place after my my chewing out of a poor performance from semester one, you know, seemed to point me in the direction of focusing on one particular mo module and whether or not you can achieve something through that in particular. Just because I liked it and I liked the pictorial side of chemistry. It could be anything really, the same applies for any module or any course or any university. Uh, that generally typically helped for me in keeping me on the original programme of study and get, you know, get getting through it in, in particular. But aside from that, it's just about, uh, I mean again, especially for first year, it's about your mindset in, in particular. A mindset of you know do you have a, a goal you're aiming for I, I, I did start to begin to enjoy university in semester two I settled down a bit more and I had friends uh, friends that I was arranged to live with and I felt like I jeopardized that through my performance so I, I decided to uh, you know knuckle down a bit more and do the work I needed to do well when I come on to do my reset uh, podcast and reset strategy because there is a strategy towards that as well as a mindset 
the 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 um I remember having a phone call with my friends getting in the bus back from my final reset these long bus journeys in the sun and all my friends were enjoying you know life a little bit because they had passed everything and progressed so they had all confirmed their place then I almost sort of confirmed their place at, you know the new house whereas I, I hadn't I remember talking to my friend and I said I've just finished my reset to give it my best shot so we will see in a matter of months time whether or not I progress to course to, to which I did from my module uh, results for my resets so it can be done you know if, if you fail one two or three or in my case four you know from semester one or even semester two you do get another shot and in stage stage one well at least for me anyway uh, it didn't count towards my final degree it was just about getting someone up to a certain standard in my case you know you know this uh, university standard and, and it really it really paid dividends and that's the message I want to leave with you is that you know don't look at it as the end of the world like I said to reiterate if you feel like you have an issue with the module of study uh, sorry the course of study or you're not happy at university the first protocol is to you need to go to speak to your personal tutor and talk to friends as well uh, that you have on the course as well because they're, they're really important course friends in particular especially are very important and if you really feel like there is something in there, find something, a module or two that you really enjoy. And it doesn't have to be something you're doing well at, but you really enjoy. And think about why you really enjoy it too. Really think about why you enjoy it. And then try and link in, especially the modules you failed. How can you get that to make a pass? How does that help that module? Because it's all linked. Every, every module underneath your degree or your umbrella underneath the umbrella of your degree is linked in a way and you can get it to link and you can get a good mark for instance and again not to blow my own trumpet of course but to close out on my final mark overall mark for study after four years of study despite these fails and going through um was overall a 71 percent so i actually got a first class with honors and the honours was attached to it because I'd passed every single other module since then because I took this approach and it really worked for me and it will with you, I guarantee it. Well, I guess it's back to college for me and that means it's time to... What did I teach you guys? Party down? Yes! So on that note, I course I thank you for listening to this short podcast. This is more of a, I didn't think it would come from the heart, to be honest really. I thought it would be more strategy, but I think it does. When I look back at these results, it does take me right back, really, because it was that around by this time of year when I was getting the results. Uh, and uh, yeah, it does, does take me back. Uh, I will hopefully do another podcast in two weeks' time. I'm not sure what I'll do it on, probably more university strategy and study for, for the undergraduates, so to speak. Uh, hopefully at that point I would have progressed in my book a little bit, maybe, I don't know. Mm. Today's going to be a nice break from it, hopefully I can get another chapter done. Uh, I would have done my training of NCFE and uh, yeah, like I say I can't really reveal much more than that but uh, yeah, I just want to say thank you very much for listening. Um, congratulations if you've done very well in your exams, if you're progressing. Uh, again, commiserations if you haven't done as well as you have done, but above all, take home message from this is that you can turn things around it's never ever ever too late to do so and it's always used as a platform or plinth to gain from you know to kind of like advance through and above all remember it's about you against the course not about you against your 
course mates or comparing results with your course mates it's about how you're delivering and how you're performing because at the end of the day every human being has got something to contribute to this very very weird and very scary world we're living at the minute so but i want to leave you with that so once again thank you guys for listening and stay tuned for more blog entries and podcasts goodbye (laughs) 